Hello, welcome back to Trends. My name is DJB and this is a podcast where we love to talk about trends. Last week was a bit of a crazy week because not only was it Valentine's Day, we had Valentine's Day last week, so that always causes quite a lot of stuff to happen. It was also Singles Awareness Day and Galentine's Day was last week as well. So hopefully, amongst all of those, you found a reason to have a bit of a celebration. A a little bit of, like, appreciation either for yourself or for somebody else. In whichever form it might come in, that was there just for you. I hope you enjoyed it. Now, not only did we have Valentine's Day, Galentine's Day, all of those, but we also saw a whole host of trends throughout the week... Last week was actually a really, really enjoyable week with some of the weird stuff that came out, including broomsticks. We had the Oscars. We also had a badger. A badger was featured last week, which was quite interesting. Knives Out, just to name a few. So without further ado, let's get into it. So before we before we do the trends, I just need to say... We were talking about the Poundland engagement rings on another episode of the podcast. I think it was last last episode. And because it was Valentine's Day, they released a statement. Apparently, Poundland said that uh, come Valentine's Day, come the 14th of February, they had sold over 40,000 Poundland engagement rings. That's the male ones and the female ones. Oh my word. 40,000! That is a lot! I honestly can't believe that they have sold quite as many as they have sold. I mean, that is just... It's amazing! And it just makes you wonder, like, what are they... What are people going to do with them? How many people received one on Valentine's Day? And then, of course, you've also got February the 29th, when we could see, you know, leap year. All the male engagement rings could be being used on that day as well so i'm just intrigued i just i want to know if you got one and how did you receive it because i think that's just like a whole story right there what do people do with their poundland engagement rings we might never know but there are forty thousand out there that people have bought i've got three so we know where three are and it's just amazing what are people doing with them Okay, so let's get into the podcast. First up, we need to talk about broomsticks, okay? Now, I don't know if you could have got anywhere on the internet last week without being bombarded by broomsticks. This all started on, I think it was the Tuesday, the 10th of February. We we kind of got a little bit obsessed with broomsticks. I don't know how this started, but there was a thing going around on twitter about broomsticks and how on the 10th of february was the only day in which you could take a broomstick and stand it up and it would stand on its own so you kind of like hold the broomstick up let it go and it will stay up apparently something to do with like gravity or i don't entirely know but this is what they were professing to happen on the 10th of february which caused everybody 
because we love a good trend. We love to just take on a challenge to start taking their broomsticks out and attempt to make it stand up on its own. That was literally like the videos. I mean, there were videos on like everywhere. I was going on Instagram stories was covered with them. Twitter especially. Just all over the place were these broomstick videos. And so we kind of got a little bit of a set of broomsticks. I was seeing a lot of successes. People were doing this and getting a lot of successes. I don't entirely understand the science behind this. People were saying that it's like something to do with the gravity on this specific day of the year. I have no idea. <laughs> because later on, NASA did release a video basically saying that you should be able to do this any day of the year and it shouldn't matter when you do it because they they had like some of their scientists doing it the next day and making the broomstick stand up on its own. So I don't entirely know whether this is a one-day thing or not. They're saying, NASA's saying that it's not a one-day thing. You should be able to do this any day of the year as long as you figure out like basic physics. I don't know. I, I mean, I'm not, I'm not a physics person, so I am probably not the one to, uh, to ask about that. But they've proven that this is possible, not just on the 10th of February, but oh my word. And, and just watching people... It, what I love about trends is it starts off being quite a small thing that somebody just does like a little... Maybe it's like a five to ten second video of something. And then suddenly people start replicating it, trying to do it on their own. And then people just started getting more and more creative with it. So from like videos of people trying to make their broom stand up to like, hey, I mean, I saw Liza Koshy do a little video where it starts off with a broom and then she's just grabbing every single household item she can find and kind of leaning it up if it will lean. And <laughs> so you've got this whole thing going on. And not only that, but of course, it then really, when you start watching all these videos, you're like, I wonder if my broom will stay up. So I then... I was waiting, so I was at work, and you kind of see all this happening online. You think, oh, I really want to, I really want to try this. I really want to, I want to see my broom stand up. So I got home, and I'm like, yes, come on, let's make this happen. I want to revel in the magic of this whole experience. And now, for some reason, in our house, we have like four brooms. I don't know why we have four brooms. Don't ask me why, because I have no idea. <laughs> but we had four brooms, so. I first of all tried one broom, not working. Don't know what was going on there. It just wasn't happening. So I tried the next three other brooms. So I tried four brooms. Could I get it to stand up? No, not at all. I don't know if I'm using the wrong type of broom because the American brooms look slightly different to what we have here in the UK. So maybe it's the type of broom I was using... I don't know, but I could not make any of our brooms stand up. I'm disappointed. You know, like I wanted to, I wanted to take part in this. I wanted to enjoy it, but no. So, I don't know what I'm doing wrong, whether it's the broom itself or or whether I'm just terribly bad at trying to make a broom stand up. Something was not going right. The only consolation I had was I was on Instagram stories later on that day and John Boyega put a little video up of him trying to do it and he had the same problem. His broom also wasn't standing up. So 
I'm glad it's not just me, but at the same time, like, slightly annoyed that I couldn't get a broom to stand up. I suppose the other thing to look at is that, according to NASA, because this is not time sensitive, apparently you could do this any day of the year, I could keep trying it and maybe one day get it because I don't have to just wait till the next February the 10th to attempt to do this again. So... Who knows? Maybe, maybe I'll keep trying. Maybe one day we'll make it work. With all of the disappointment that came with not being able to do the broomstick challenge, I thought that was it. I thought, you know what? Great. Crash and burn. Not going to happen. Until TikTok came along and I was scrolling through TikTok. Now, like TikTok's one of those things that I'll check every now and then. I haven't really... I'm trying not to get too addicted to TikTok. It's very easy to do. I can get in a TikTok hole and who knows where you'll end up like three hours later. So I'm trying to like restrict myself with TikTok. So I was on it for like a quick moment and I saw the broomstick challenge trending and I was like, oh no, it's here too. And I can't even post a video because none of our stuff works. So I have a look at this challenge. Turns out that they've, es- they've made it escalate even more. Okay, not only have you got the the videos of people trying to make their broom stand up, but suddenly you've got this challenge where you have to move a broom like around your body and it's really hard to do. So I was watching these videos of people, you have to like hold the broom behind you with your thumbs sticking out and then move it over your head. And then you've got to get your your, like right leg over your arm and the broom and then stick it like through the middle of where your arms are and then once you've done that you've got to move the broomstick around you so that it comes out so that you lift your last leg over it so you basically kind of like move to the broom around your body (laughs) for some reason i thought this would be a great opportunity to take part in the broomstick challenge since the first attempt didn't work so i was like what a what a great idea let's let's try and do this live on the radio what what could happen What's wrong with that? So I didn't try doing it before going on the radio. I thought it'd be better to just have my first attempt on the radio. Let's just say it's a lot more painful to do than I thought it was going to be. Bearing in mind, I'm not the most flexible of people. And, but, and I definitely wasn't the quickest. I mean, there are videos of, of kids doing the broomstick challenge in about like seven to ten seconds i mean they they literally like whip through this thing and i'm there i can't even get my leg through my arms i can't even get my leg around and underneath the broomstick to sort of start this thing off so like i'm like losing at the first hurdle this is how bad it was going and then (laughs) once i eventually i mean that was like the longest bit was trying to get my foot through this awkward angle like bending myself round. Once I got it through, I was then suddenly stuck and I was like, okay, I thought that was going to be the hard bit, but now I honestly don't know what to do. I like, I am genuinely stuck. I was like terrified. I was there thinking, okay, this is great. I'm live on the radio and I can't move myself. Luckily, like with a little bit of like bending my body, I managed to kind of like squeeze this thing around me. Once I got it over the sort of, my back it was then a lot looser and then this kind of like relief came over me I was thinking oh finally I can move I've just got to get my last leg through which was so much easier and I did it like it was painful and I there were moments when I thought it wasn't going to happen but 
we got there in the end. I was so relieved, <laughs> especially because we were trying to do it on the radio and wasn't sure how this was going to go. Luckily, it worked. So we were okay. My co-host for the day, Max, also tried to do it and he couldn't get past the first point. He tried about three to four times and he was really, really struggling. So, it, it, yeah, I think the angle really throws you off because it's quite painful and quite unnatural. And you're there thinking, oh, maybe this is not the best idea. But you know what? We did it and I survived. And I feel quite like accomplished that, OK, I couldn't do the original broomstick challenge, but I have done a version of the broomstick challenge and I did it and I survived to tell the tale. So broomstick challenge. There are so many different versions of it that there should be one there for you, you know, and hey, the fact that we can find joy in an inanimate object that we find every single day around the house and you probably don't pay that much attention to it day by day, suddenly you're getting quite a lot of enjoyment out of a broomstick. That That is impressive. You know, I mean, last year it was all about an egg. This year we're getting quite excited about broomsticks. Who knows what inanimate object we're going to focus in on next. <laughs> Okay, so this next trend, which I'm hoping I'm going to say right, is around a thing that some people have called synesthesia. I hope that's that right. I don't know. Um, and basically, it's a type of way that some people see the world and how they perceive letters and numbers and things like that. When I'm looking up synesthesia, just so you can get an idea what it is, apparently it's a condition that people have in which one sense is simultaneously perceived as if by one or more additional senses such as sight so the way in which this particular trend kind of started off was because somebody did a little article in the elemental blog and talked about how they perceive letters and numbers and they don't perceive it necessarily and say that we perceive it they perceive it with colors well, they give an example here in the article, that when they meet someone for the first time, they don't remember their name immediately. They hear the name, but in their head, they're counting the number of letters and visualising the colours that each letter gives them. So instead of necessarily associating things via the symbols and the letters, they see colours. I hope I got that right. And it's quite a rare thing to, for people to have. So when... Um, she explains in the article that, you know, it's very hard for people who don't have synesthesia to really understand how it works and how they see the world. So they actually produced this website where you can kind of get an idea as to how they see the world and how they perceive your name or say perceive letters. So you can go on to this website, which is synesthesia.me. And there's a little interactive tool there where you can type in your name and see what it looks like. It's actually really cool. So, of course, as per usual with any of these trends, we're all going on that website and we're all trying it. And we want to see what our name looks like to somebody who has synesthesia. And maybe there are different ways and different forms that people perceive that. But this is how they've done it with the article so that we can maybe just get an idea as to how some people see the world. So... 
that's my kind of like weird science moment that probably doesn't make any sense but we we gave it a go we tried okay we're trying so so of course gave it a go it's actually really really interesting what i think is actually more interesting as well is in this article she mentions the fact that um she kind of thinks that the colors that she perceives with each letter could also tell you a little bit about the person and that's not necessarily scientific fact that's just kind of like what this person has experienced meeting people getting to know them and kind of thinking about the colors that are associated with their name so i of course had to go on this website type in my name and get the colors so it was actually really fun to do and to actually experience what you see what you get when i typed in these colors and i don't know how they get the colors that go with the letters I don't know kind of whether or not everybody sees a similar type of pattern or colors or whatever or whether this is individual for the person but obviously in this program it's set to a certain way. So I typed in my name K A Y L E E Kaylee and kind of really interesting I don't kind of know what it says about me so I've got a, like a lime green for K A is a deep red Y is a pale yellow L is like a really light lilac and then double E is kind of like an orangey it's like a yellowy orange okay so it kind of then made me think okay well I wonder what those colors might say about me if they if some people reckon hey you know colors could give away a certain amount of your personality I have no idea I was I've been thinking about this but I have no idea whether that matches my personality or not but I did really really enjoy having a go at the synesthesia sort of experiment what I actually really like about this is so simple it's a very very simple thing you can do and yet like just seeing how all of the letters and things come together to form these kind of color swatches and they're almost like color swatches of a person. Now I I obviously don't know how that kind of like relates to how a person who has synesthesia uses that information or whether that's just the way they kind of interpret things in their brain. But I think it's fascinating and it's amazing that this kind of like website has given you like an opportunity to kind of delve into seeing how other people see the world because I didn't even know like you know I don't know a lot of stuff so finding out about synesthesia was actually really fascinating (laughs) I didn't even know people like saw the world that way I knew that some people kind of see colors with music but I didn't know that people could see it with letters so it's fascinating I feel like this trend was quite scientific you learned something something brand new Trends can also be educational, we learn. Okay. okay, the third trend that we're going to focus on today revolves around a movie because on the 11th of February, the Twitter account for the movie Knives Out decided that it needed some help. And I love the fact that we can do this now in this day and age. If you're stuck, you can just kind of tweet about it and get people's responses, get the audience's responses on something and just kind of like... Get, get just put the feelers out there so maybe the producers or whoever of the film knives out they obviously saw the popularity of the of the film and they're thinking you know what we need to do a sequel but what on earth do you name a sequel 
to the film Knives Out. So that's exactly what they tweeted. They were like, all right, we need title suggestions for the sequel, drop them. I love just seeing what people come up with. And of course, everybody is coming out with all the weirdest, most randomest suggestions. For example, <laughs> the Power Rangers Twitter account was like, how about Mighty Morphin Knife Rangers? Get it? So funny. <laughs> Carrie said... Knives Out 2, which is, you know, should be pretty obvious. Zach says, put those knives back where they came from. Also help me. <laughs> this is where you really get like, this is where the puns come out. I mean, it's all that two knives, two out. I I did, this was, that was from Patrick. And he, he kind of, I had the same thought process or very similar to Patrick where you're like, you know what? This could be like the Fast and Furious movies, but just change it to Knives Out. So he had two knives, two out. The knives and the out, Tokyo Drift. Knives and out, fast knives. Knives and out six, out six, out seven. The the fate of the knives and K9. I mean, you could just keep going. Who knows how many knives out movies you could get. Diana, knives in. Good one. Straightforward, to the point. Devon says, butter knives. (laughs) Uh, you could go through like steak knives whatever knives ryan says sporks though i mean we could start looking at other utensils as well why does it have to be a knife i don't know there's lots of things in the uh, in the kitchen drawer how about blade stabber nails out (laughs) i like it there's so many uh, here knives outer it's time for the forks i mean they will just keep on coming I could probably sit here for a few hours just reading through all of the suggestions for a sequel to Knives Out. And I think it just shows the power of Twitter or even just social media. The fact that we can literally speak to the audience and ask them what they want as the sequel's name. And I hope that if there is ever a sequel to this movie that they pick a title from the suggestions because this was floating around Twitter for like a good few days. It wasn't like this was something that came for one day and then left. I mean, I kept seeing suggestions for the Knives Out movie for like a good two or three days afterwards. Knife Swap, that is another good one. (laughs) Nobody's actually just said anything with forks. I feel like forks are being left out here. There's like three, you know, multiple pointers with forks as well. It's the whole thing. So who knows? Watch this space. Could we be seeing a sequel to Knives Out named via Twitter? And I may, maybe it'll inspire the movie as well. Maybe you'll suddenly see, uh, you know, forks everywhere. It could happen. <laughs> yeah, there were so many things that happened last week, including Eminem doing a surprise performance at the Oscars in celebration of him winning an Oscar 17 years ago. But I'm not going to talk about that one because I feel like there is another story that kind of supersedes it. I'm not saying that things supersede Eminem, because let's be fair, Eminem is Eminem. But there's not many times when a story like this happens and that we get so much enjoyment out of it so the fourth trend that we're going to talk about today is the super drug badger i don't even know how this got trending but obviously something happened and people fell in love with the story and so it was everywhere so 
apparently there was a super drug in Nottingham where a badger was sheltering from Storm Cara, which happened over the week, and this badger fell through the ceiling of this super drug. They reckon it was it was sheltering in the ventilation shaft and <laughs> I I don't know what type of day that this happened, but apparently staff were quite shocked <laughs> when it came through a ceiling panel running underneath the perfume counter. Can you imagine you're working and suddenly there's a badger that falls from the ceiling and is just running around the store? I mean, <laughs> definitely would be quite a novel day. I mean, <laughs> what do you do? What do you do with it when that happens? Because also, like, badgers have got a reputation of being a little bit aggressive. So, like, I'd be, I would be quite nervous. I'd be trying to stay away from the badger, probably. And, of course, crazy stories like that just bring out some of the best moments of, uh, of social media. I think for me as well, there's also a picture that accompanied the article, the, the story, because everybody was talking about it. And it's like... The perfume aisle of Superdrug is quite dark as well, so I don't know what type of day this photo was taken. And then there's just Badger sat in the middle of the aisle, looking very guilty. I mean, it's almost like he's been caught red-handed where he shouldn't. I think the, the fact this makes us so astonishing is the fact that just how bizarre it is. And not only did the Superdrug in Nottingham become quite famous, but also the Badger became quite famous as well. What I love with this as well is... Uh, People just kind of like taking it and running with it because, I mean, it's not every day you get badger falling from the ceiling of a super drug. And I saw online that there is a place called Fridge Street who does like, it looks like merchandise and they have released a magnet of the badger from super drug. It's a little like magnet. It looks like the storefront entrance and they put a little badger in there. And it's, they're calling it the Breaking Badger. We even have a name. I wonder... They never followed up with the story, though. I wonder what happened to the Badger. Like, where is he now? Because he's famous. The Breaking Badger. <laughs> I mean, it, not quite as famous as Grumpy Cat yet, but, you know, who knows? It could happen one day. And just people's comments about the story are just fantastic. We've got Neil who says he's part of the Badger burglary gang trying to earn its stripes. <laughs> Get it? You know? How about this one? The I Have I've Got News For You Twitter feed said, After a badger falls through the ceiling of a super drug in Nottingham, police say there will likely be more as they're often part of a set. Mike says support rights for falling wildlife. Wear your badger with pride. <laughs> All... <laughs> all the puns sal says it's probably trying to save its relatives from the shaving brush section <laughs> john the shepherd says to be fair he was probably tempted by the 25 percent discounts <laughs> there are so many people calling it the breaking badger it's fantastic bruce says the evidence is there right there in black and white <laughs> at least stories like this you get to kind of just see everybody's sense of humor and i wish i knew how to make puns i i don't have a brain who can that can do it so the fact that I can just enjoy people making puns on Twitter is fantastic. Matthew says this happens every time they put links on special offer, apparently. <laughs> well, I hope we find out what happens to Breaking Badger. And I'm intrigued to know if they can do anything else apart from just magnets for the Breaking Badger. I am loving the magnets. I do think it's fantastic. And who knows? We might see more in the future. 
a bizarre story that we've just kind of fallen in love with. People have fallen in love with the Breaking Badger. So those are our trends from the week. Broomsticks. Synthesia. I can't say it. Gosh. Knives Out and the Breaking Badger. Which trend should be our trend of the week? This one is a tough one, just for the fact that there's one that's like a huge trend. And then kind of like, I, although they're all really good trends, that they're not as big, you know? So I feel like by a landslide, the only trend that could really be the trend of the week has got to be the broomstick challenge. I mean, come on. We had a whole week of broomsticks. I and mean, even now... We are enjoying broomsticks. The amount of people I'm seeing doing different versions of the broomstick challenge is still going ahead. How much longer are we going to enjoy broomsticks? Just appreciating broomsticks in a whole new light. You could probably have been like, you know, because I think often broomsticks can get quite a bad rep. You really only use them for work. So they're not something you're necessarily going to want to see around because then, you know, you have to sweep something up. But now we're having a whole load of fun with broomsticks and a whole new way. And mate, who knows, maybe you want to try the broomstick challenge and try and move it around your body. And maybe you have a lot more success than I did. I did do it, though, in about a minute. So if I can do it, you know, it is possible. (laughs) Well, that's it from me for today. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, have a think about subscribing. I'll often put on my Twitter um, at Kaylee Hillier, some of the trends that I've seen across the week. And I'd love to see your comments as well. And we'll see what happens this coming week.